Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Weight Loss in the Mind. Think fit, be fit. I'm your co Scott Patton, and joining me as usual is Mia St. Hey, Mia, how are you doing today? I'm great, Scott. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. And uh, I've been, it's a beautiful day. I've been out riding my bike already, and the day is not even half done. I'm going to do it again this afternoon uh, just because it's, uh, it's, I just get joy in my heart when I go up and down my river on my bike. I can't uh, think of any other way to explain it. I look at the the, the water going over the rocks and the, the sound of the water and the birds and the trees. And uh, I can't see any houses or anything like that. So I could be in the middle of some boreal mountainous forest somewhere for all I know, even though I'm just two minutes away from civilization. And it's just a real joy to, to do that. Well, it's really important to find something you love to do, that's for sure. I can definitely relate to that feeling where yeah. you just feel on top of the world. Yeah, and uh, there's a spot, if I want to, I can go and I can see black bears run, rummaging through the woods. Course, wow. Yeah, of course, there are big signs all around that say, yeah. black bears rummaging through the woods, extreme danger, stay out. <laughs> Get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> So so I don't go in. I just sort of look, and you can see the odd one, big black blob moving around, and you just go, yep, there's a black bear. And, <laughs> so, That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, so it gives me motivation to keep my biking going because they can run really, really fast, right? So I need to be able to make sure that I can bike really, really fast if they decide I look <laughs> yummy. <laughs> Uh, whatever works, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's certainly motivating, right? Like bear chasing after you would make you run faster. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so one of the things that I wanted to talk about, though, was like how much biking is too much? Because after a while, you know, the derriere gets a little bit sore, and and sometimes I think that uh, you know maybe I'm overdoing it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean. A lot of the things that I think we fail to remember or realize is that your body will definitely give you pointers and a little bit of a heads up if you're doing a little bit too much, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I made a post just yesterday actually just specifically talking about I had a client who was telling me that they frequently get headaches uh, in the morning and frequently get headaches when after they work out. So that's a huge indicator right there. Sometimes it's your body's not as obvious to tell you certain things like that, but if it's something as obvious as a headache or you feel nauseous after you work out or you have lack of an appetite or you have a hard time sleeping or you're just constantly tired, then that those are huge indicators that your body's telling you, look, like, I know you love biking, but can we compromise a little bit here uh, or at least get me to bed a little bit earlier and make sure I'm getting some nutrition in because uh, you're kicking the crap out of me right now and I don't feel so good. <laughs> mm, that's a great point. So one of the things that uh, I was wondering is do you often find with your clients that they don't give their body enough rest? Because that's, you know, we live in such a high-stress, high-speed uh, culture and environment these days that everyone's running here, running there. Um, and I think that we are burning the candle at both ends. Totally, totally. This is why, in my, in my opinion, Scott, why we have an obesity epidemic right now, why you're seeing more and more gyms pop up and more and more nutritional programs is because more and more people are overweight. And it's not necessarily just because someone sits there and eats every day, all day, right? It's a little bit of a pet peeve for me when some people say, you know, just stop eating so much and then you'll lose weight. 
And when, in fact, most people don't eat breakfast, they, you know, maybe eat midway through the day, they graze, and then they'll have uh, dinner, right? And so that, my, in my opinion, the reason why we have such a problem is because we're go, go, go all the time. Right. And so naturally, uh, and, you know, it's no fault of anyone's, like, if I had to look at it broad, a broad view of it, I would say, yeah, I guess maybe it kind of makes sense because we're taught go, go, go all the time. You're rewarded for getting to the office early in the morning. You're rewarded for staying, like, late, working through lunch. Like, the more you work, the harder you work, the better employee you are. And so uh, people adopt that mentality when they go to the gym. And they feel like, you know, if I work out an hour and a half, two hours a day, well, then I should probably get that same reward. And if I am working out that hard, then how come I'm not seeing the results that I'm going for? Because I'm kicking my butt, you know, I'm working so hard, why am I not getting to where I want to go? Right. And a lot of that has to do with, you know, what you were just saying, like you're overtraining. And it's not just my clients that I notice it, and I'm guilty of it sometimes too, right? But it's a lot of my family, a lot of my friends, people... You don't sleep, and a lot of them go to bed really, really late, and because they think that they can function and they feel fine, which I'm sure you think you feel good, but I don't think people know really what good feels like, to be honest. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I feel I feel as good as I did yesterday, so I guess I feel good today. Yeah, I mean, like, feeling good is one thing, but feeling great and how, you know, your body's meant to feel, I don't think most people even know what, have experienced that. I don't think they even know what that's like. Yeah, I agree. I spent a couple of days with a friend of mine who had a cabin out on the, the Sunshine Coast, which is just about 100 miles along the coast from Vancouver. And it was great because, you know, it was kind of out in the middle of nowhere and, you know, there wasn't an Internet connection. And, um, and you know, so we were just like being in nature. And it was interesting how after a couple of days I kind of got into a totally different rhythm because we would, you know, we'd hike in the woods and we would maybe get out on the boat and there was no going 50 miles an hour down a road. And 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 we would go to bed earlier and get yeah. up, you know, when the sun got up. And it just was a totally different, like, lifestyle. And I can understand mm-hmm. now why people love going to the cabins for a couple of weeks in the summer or a month or they spent the whole summer there. Because it oh, was yeah. just such a relaxing, de-stressing time. And I just remember feeling like, now that I'm thinking back to how I felt when I was there, because I really wasn't paying attention when I was there, was because I was experiencing it, is I just really felt good. And mm-hmm. and I think we, you're right. Like, we miss all that when we're running from bus to subway to bus to work to chow down something, you know, have a donut and coffee yeah. for, for lunch while we're working on our whatever we want to work on and then taking yeah. the same way home. Yeah, and I mean, it's tough because there is a fine line. Like, a, you definitely have to work hard in life, and especially nowadays, like, everyone's trying to one-up each other and you're trying to get ahead. But when it comes to your weight loss goals and your fitness goals, it's definitely I'd like to adopt the principle kind of less is more. Um, to begin with, and then really start learning to pay attention to your body. Like, honestly, if you're, if you're consistently sick after you work out, if you have headaches after you work out, or you're not as hungry, um, and you just know in your heart of hearts that you're someone that goes to bed every night at 2 a.m., <laughs> then you probably know this. I'm talking to you. Yeah. Um, you know, just be paying attention to that stuff. And just 
like we've talked about before, adding in different habits and adjusting your lifestyle accordingly one habit at a time. I mean, if you start going to bed just half hour earlier, 15 minutes earlier, and then you start increasing it by 15-minute intervals, um, you'll know, like, it'll you'll start to feel better in the morning and you'll actually be able to get out of bed without hitting the snooze button 10 times. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the key. And that's one of the reasons why we have such a tough time getting out of bed because we're we're yeah. still exhausted. Our body is still trying to rejuvenate itself and rest and all those sort of good things. So mm-hmm. what, what about the people that like to work out a lot? Like, okay, so I'm working out a lot. I'm going to the gym. I'm doing all that sort of good stuff. I'm maybe not having headaches every single time, but I know I'm pushing it. How much rest mm-hmm. should I be looking at having between my uh, my workouts? Well, you definitely don't want to be doing the exact same workouts, let's say two days in a row. So when I was training with track and field, I would, I would do a high-speed intensity workout one day and more of a tempo workout the next day. I wouldn't do – typically, I wouldn't do two high-speed workouts back-to-back. So if you're doing intervals and things like that, you wouldn't want to be doing that stuff back-to-back. Takes a lot more out of you, works a lot more different types of energy systems, and you need, you know, at least a good 24 hours to recover from that. Um, but I mean, depending on your lifestyle, like if you're someone that works, you know, 10 hour days, then maybe working out three times a week is the best option for you, mm. right? Or if you work more than that, like it's all about finding a schedule that'll fit for you and then paying attention to your body. And I, I personally can't stress sleep enough. Um, I know everyone's different and I know a lot of people can, but I used to function on, you know, four hours of sleep a night. I did it, but it feel good. Um, and I know everyone's different, but, you know, scientifically speaking, the best hour of the recovery for you, for your body to recover is between 10 p.m. and 12, 12 a.m. So if you're, be able, if you're able to get to bed between 10 and 10.30 every night, and I know some people that's like crazy early for you, but that's where you want to start a small. But if you can just get that in and you're still training like crazy, like when I was training as a full-time athlete, you better believe I was in bed by 10 every single night because I knew I had to get up and do it again the next day. Right. So if you are someone that trains a lot, just make sure that you're, you're getting enough sleep, you are taking rest days, and you are making sure that you're fueled so your body is getting the amount of calories and food that it needs every day to be able to go and do it every single day. So how many rest days should I be taking? It depends on your lifestyle. So, like, personally for me, I take about one to two rest days, uh, and I work from home, right? My stress level in comparison to others isn't crazy, crazy high. So that's for one, other people, one or two a week then, Mia? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we're talking on a weekly basis. Not monthly. Yeah. No, God, no. God, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, that's the other reason why we have vacations with our jobs, right, is because we need time off to recover and recuperate and rejuvenate and be able to get those brain juices flowing again properly. It's the same thing with our body. Um, if you have a really, really active, really busy lifestyle, then maybe you want to take a little bit more recovery day. Mm-hmm. So there is a fine line. You know, if you're getting into the gym and you're like, well, I worked out really hard yesterday, and so I probably should take the next four days off, well, you probably don't need to do that unless you have a high-stress, high-active career. So you just it's a matter of being honest with, with yourself and asking, you know, how much time do I really, really need to take off? But my rule of thumb is one to two days a week, and that usually works for most people. And then you don't necessarily have to be in the gym two hours a day at the same time. You know, an hour max should do it for most people. 
And I'm specifically, let's, let's just talk about weight loss here because a lot of the people that I've spoken to and that I've seen, you know, they're, they're doing this and they're training and they're not getting the results that they're looking for. They're not losing the weight they want to lose. When, you know, if your body's under-recovered and uh, deprived of nutrients and not sleeping properly, then the last thing it's concerned about is losing weight. You know, they, it needs to function. <laughs> it needs basic bodily functions and the last thing, and you need body fat to do that. So the last thing that's going to happen is you're not going to lose any weight. So just making sure you have a schedule that works best for you and that you are taking some rest time and that you're not working out to the point every single day where you feel sick afterwards. I think, too, we should talk a little bit about rest because you've mentioned sleep, and, of course, from 10 to 2 is when the body does its majority of recuperation. But mm-hmm. um, other things could be like passive resting, like reading or listening to, um, to music and just sort of relaxing in a yeah. – like I have a hammock in my back deck, and I just love you know, sitting there. The sun's kind of coming through the shade of the trees, put on a little bit of music on my earbuds and mm-hmm. on my iPod, and I just sit there for 20 minutes and just like, oh, yeah, this is really – really rejuvenating other people may think that resting is vacuuming the house and cleaning the dishes and yeah. you know rearranging the furniture mm-hmm. I, uh, love doing that. <laughs> I personally can't imagine that being restful but uh yeah. like you say different strokes for different folks right Mhm, mhm. Well, and I think that what I've gotten to know about you so far is I think you do do a really good job of that. I think you have really good self-awareness and you do take some time out. You know, every time I talk to you, it's like you're up in a mountain somewhere for a short amount of time and then you come back to do some work and then you keep... Yeah, that's true. That's that's my lifestyle. As I get up, I do some work, I take a break. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I, I grew up working for a grocery company and they were very strict and scheduled. So you'd start at this time, you'd have your 15 minute break at that time. You'd have lunch at this time. You'd have another 15 minute break and then you'd be done. Mm -hmm. And while I don't follow that at all now that I'm working for myself, what I do do is I do some stuff and then I think, great, I've I've accomplished something. I'll celebrate by going for a 20 minute bike ride or I'll Mm -hmm. go sit on my hammock for 20 minutes and listen to some music or so I always think it's really important to have a break or a change because just sitting on a, a chair in front of a computer for eight hours straight is long-term oh not a really good idea, I don't think. No, no, and that was a big transition. You know, I went from, I told everyone my story a little bit, from go, 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 working as a personal trainer and not sleeping and not eating properly and just got overtrained like crazy. And then now working for myself, this, that's something I need to practice more of what you're doing is actually taking some time out. Like even schedule, you know, I have an alarm go off or I go outside and I just walk around the block or something. Because yes. it's easy. You can sit in front of your computer all day and get work done, you know. Yeah. And that walk but, around the block is still, for most of us, exercise. Yeah. You know, yeah, absolutely. It, it, it and I think nice that muscles. you'll you'll live longer, too, if you actually take some time. And, again, I remember... You know, my fitness manager, oh, sorry, my coach was saying at the time, I want you to take half an hour to yourself every single day. And I could not wrap my head around that. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I don't have time for that. I couldn't just sit still. And I still had a hard time doing it. But I do realize even more now that how much it would help. And believe it or not, that would absolutely help with your weight loss goals. If you're just more mentally sound and calm and just, you know, alert and relaxed, really. Yeah. You reminded me of a friend of mine who who does a lot of meditating. And mm-hmm. and he says uh, 
his his meditation teacher told him that you should meditate 20 minutes a day unless you're really really busy then you should meditate for an hour <laughs> Oh, I was waiting to tell you like that. It's so true, though. Like, I was like, you're insane. I can't do that. Like, And I tried out a couple times, and I felt guilty. Like, And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. And, like, everyone else is working. Like, like I can't believe I'm taking time off. And, like, it was absurd, like, now that I think about it. Yeah, but, just sitting still so can be so hard. Oh, yeah. And then even now, like, I was saying to Matt the other day, like, I'm totally addicted to my phone, like, totally addicted. Unless we're at a cottage or something, I have no problems, like, putting it away and, you know, giving myself a couple days. But, uh, you know, it's hard otherwise, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) being aware is the first step, right, Scott? (laughs) That's, yep. Well, it's funny you bring up your phone because um, I decided to give my iPad to my mom. And the Mm -hmm. reason that I gave it to her is that, the computer is upstairs, so if she wanted to check the email or if she wanted to, she didn't use it a lot, but the odd thing, do her bills and that sort of stuff, she had to go upstairs. <clears throat> so I thought it would be great to just give her, give her my iPad because I was thinking of buying – it's the first one that came out. I was thinking of buying a new one, right, because, uh, you know, this all changed and shiny, bright yeah. object sort of thing. Totally. And uh, I thought it would be a good excuse for me to buy it, right? So I'm selfishly giving it to my mom, okay? I admit it. And she loved it. Once I showed her how to check her email and everything else, and we just chat on on my iPod and her iPad during the day, and it works out really good, and she really likes it. And, of course, I realized that I'd made a big mistake giving it to her because I thought, well, I'll, I'll go get an iPad. And then I thought, well, when's the next one coming out? And evidently, it's coming out in like a couple of weeks or a month or something. And I thought, well, I can't buy a new iPad and then have a new new iPad come out in a couple of weeks or a month because then I'm going to yeah. want it, right? So now i got to wait. And now, of course, I don't have an iPad. And the second thing I realized was how addicted I was to it because now mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't have it to check or anything else. And I'm thinking, whoa, have I ever got a lot of time to do stuff? And then I thought, well, how come I have so much time to do stuff? And I realized I'm not sitting and just wasting time on my iPad like I used to. Of course, it was all important things that I was doing on it. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> so it's, it's just amazing how much time we have in our day if we actually got rid of some of the distractions that we have. Yeah, and I mean, I think, like I was saying, like, all kidding aside, like, at least being aware of that is really important. I saw uh, Kim Kiyosaki made a post the other day, and she was saying that what you do in your spare time kind of depicts your future, what your future will look like. Mm-hmm. And so if you find that, you know, you're, you have it, but you're literally just scrolling through Instagram or you're scrolling, scrolling through Facebook, then, yeah, like, you're addicted and maybe you're wasting time, <laughs> you know. But if you're genuinely on it doing work, then that's one thing. But then I think it's also important to make sure you are taking some time out of each day for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So we come pretty much to the end of our time today. It's just flown by, uh, Mia. If somebody wanted yeah. to talk to you about maybe getting some coaching or find out some of the stuff that you're up to or maybe even joining your newsletter, what should they do? Well, conveniently, a lot, of, a lot of everything that I'm doing is located on my Coaching with Mia Vitalis app. So you can actually find that in the iTunes store under, you search under Vitalis. You'll see my face. I'll be there. But you can also send me a message at um, miafankelband.com. 
send me a private message. Let me know what it is that you're looking for. If you have any questions, you want to get signed up in my newsletter, sign up in the coaching program, feel free to contact me that way. Again, it's M-I-A-S-T-A-U-B-I-N.com, and I'd be more than happy to help you out. Awesome. And you can go to iTunes and subscribe to our podcast, Weight Loss in the Mind, and then you'll be updated every time we put out a new episode, which is pretty much every week, uh, as long as I don't have some sort of catastrophe cause me to be late, because you've always been there, Mia, which I appreciate. <laughs> I enjoy it. Yeah, it's, it's fun, isn't it? Thing to do. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. You've been listening to Weight Loss in the Mind, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>